Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. It's going to take a long time. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Art. I'm Brian. I'm Jeff. And I'm Lane. So we have uh, Jeff Wise with us. Um, famous from Petrolicious. Yep. Say that backwards, Lane. It's of Petrolicious fame. Of Petrolicious fame <laughs> with his Lotus Super 7. And uh, we'll get more on that next later. But uh, where are we? I mean, we're this where is are, special. We're yeah, on the balcony or no this is balcony. the first time. Is this the first? No. Well, the Laguna Seca recording was the first outdoor. Uh, yeah, I erased that one so yeah. no one can find it. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty gnarly, dude. It was like rambling and a bunch of. Sh- it was yeah. so bad. But yeah, we're uh, recording outside in front of a fire pit, and uh, Brian's wearing seventeen layers, and he has a wool blanket. And a DWA blanket. The wool blanket is for you guys. When we, when we like, because you're not bundled up enough. Dude, I mean, it's I'm San chilling. Francisco. I can see the. Uh, the cloud <laughs> is like Brian's mic on, on, dude? You seem really low. Are you, are you on mic? Dog? Are you on mic? Mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Mic check one yeah. two. Yeah, so Thursday edition. That's where we go over questions and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I don't and remember. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, so so what's up, guys? Um, so we do actually have some, some questions here. Um, what is your idea of the perfect road trip vehicle? Dang. That is a broad mofo question. I feel like we've actually answered this one before, but I forget what we would have said. I feel like, I don't hear I feel like someone asked us, is a 996 a perfect road vehicle, and is the IMS bearing a problem? That sounds like a question we've gotten. I'm freaking out because I'm freaking out. I'm sorry. <laughs> this happens often, and Jeff, you've probably heard like us say this. Like, oh, Brian, recording. say something to me. I'm just going to talk oh, about so beautiful, beautiful you IMS bearings. So far down, it was crazy. Uh, okay, I mean, like you should be, but whatever. <laughs> um, All right. Hey, before we get into these questions, I want to thank Heel and Toe Apparel for sending us some shirts. Oh, yeah. Some swag. Hooked it up. So they sent us each a shirt, a bunch of stickers. Uh, I got them today in the mail, and they're pretty sweet. He goes way beyond. They, like, brand their shirts. They have, like, a little thing. They have, like, like tags a, and stuff. Tags like, on and everything. The, and, and that was super fast. Like, I feel like oh, I yeah. just told you I wanted a large, and it was, like, here the next day. Dude, USPS Priority Mail, son, from Oregon or Washington or something. So nice. um, Scott from Heel and Toe Apparel sent us those, so props to him. It's pretty cool stuff. And then uh, <clears throat> also when we're at it, since Thursday show, Laguna Seca, what's the date? Uh, pre-reunion. Pre, formerly the prehistorics were camping out at Laguna Seca Saturday night. Do you have the spot number? We have three campsites. Um, other people should join us. Cruise up. Spend the night with us. No need to bring blankets. Brian might give you a handy. No. <laughs> and the pre reunion's better than the reunion. So much better. It's so much low. Yeah. It's very low key. Did you go last year? Or you I did. Be- yeah. Yeah. I've actually got a funny story about that. Oh, August, yeah. August, like, August 13th. Okay. August 13th. Yeah. yeah. August. So, so last year I got there about 7 a.m. It was pretty early. And I'm, I've got, I'm in my seven. Uh, and one of my, one of my friends is pitting there. And I, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to have to park. You know, relatively close by, but not too far. They like waved me into the pits. They were like, "Yeah, go go through." Because <laughs> yeah. I think they thought I was. They thought you were racing. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty rad. I got the oh, park right next to my friends. So. Awesome, dude. And you saved thirty bucks. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and then I, I walked out of the pits, and then I came back, and they're like, "Where's your wristband?" I was like, "Oh, oh shit, yeah. no, I'm so a like, race car driver, lady." <laughs> Did you get kicked out, or like they were? I just had to pay again. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I got in free the first day. I just walked in, or no, we took a, one of the golf carts in because they have like yeah. all these. They have the same amount of people like working it, but there's no one. There. Right. So they're picking you up. Like, you know, there's all these golf carts. Oh, you want to ride? And the guys just like flew past the, you know, the stand. He's like, you guys have tickets, right? We're like, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> just walk in, you know, or, or I'll get in. Then Brian, I think, snuck in the next day. I think I paid. Yeah. I, I remember at one point feeling like a chump because you guys got in free and I had to pay one of the days. But yeah. but yeah. I paid the second day. So yeah. It all, it, it all evened out. But it's it, it's super rad. I mean, compared to the reunion, it's just that's a clusterfuck, right? I yeah. mean, it's cool, but the pre-reunion is like I don't know eighty percent of the cars, and uh, 
10 percent of, of the people yeah, yeah. or yep. less yeah and way more lax too like in terms of access right like you oh, just yeah. you can pretty much get into the freaking cars it seems super rad yeah. so we're absolutely not making any money on anything to do with this we're just pumping it because we like it and we have campsites and it'd be fun to hang out with more people yep. um so yep. yeah you guys should cruise a few people i mean we sent out that email to the list and a few people i think grabbed sites yeah there was another guy that grabbed a site i don't even know who he is yeah really he he emailed us back yeah <laughs> i don't know who it is yeah but cool. uh, he said he got a site yeah it's so. awesome yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, so on to questions. Best, on to questions. What was the question? Um, what's your idea of the perfect road trip vehicle? Brian, you're the best road tripper around, so go for it. Thanks, Art. <laughs> I'm blushing. That really means a lot to me. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we did have a, an entire podcast on this almost. It was like, because yeah. we were talking about like the van again versus where you're kind of questioning the reliability and like getting up hills is difficult. You got to plan ahead. Yeah. And then Warren was talking about his trip where he would pull up to scenic outlooks and it would be like 90% rental cars. They'd be the only old car and... Uh, talking about how cool that was. And I mean, in the end, I think in the podcast that I'm thinking of, we determined that really it doesn't even matter what the car is. And actually a shitty car can give you, make it almost more fun because it, you end up doing, getting into weird situations. Like I think we brought up that sob story where we, I was going to say a sob 900 is a pretty good road trip. It's a pretty good, super comfortable backseat. Convertible or not? No. Convertible would be sick too, but yeah, Yeah. just a coupe. They make Drop movies top, about dude, that. In the middle one. of the desert, looking up at the stars at night. Yeah, pretty rad. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like really the the road trip itself is what makes it. Like what, where are you going? And yeah, stuff. I guess yeah. Just make the best of the ride. But I mean, a caddy but, would be rad. Like a dude, caddy convertible or something. I don't know. Anything where you're closer to the elements, you get like more road trip points, in my opinion. Like. You know, if you go in the rental Corolla or whatever, you're super insulated with all the noise canceling and everything and, and insulation. Uh, but if you're in the van again, you've got all this like window space that's connecting you to the outside. And then also like you hear all the noise. You're just like more in the elements. And it's going to break down a few times. So you're going to be outside. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah that's so, uh, Lotus exactly. 7 as a, as a road trip car. Yeah. Terrible idea. <laughs> so, do not recommend it. Not recommended. Have you, have you done that? Yeah. Uh, so you've I've gone. I've driven so I, I this car, I guess prior to this this Lotus Lotus Seven that I own now, I had a, a Caterham, uh, and I drove from Southern California to Northern California, mm. uh, and I uh, so I did the trip from Monterey down to Southern California uh, in a day. It was actually like evening time. I was leaving leaving the uh, the historics, the Monterey historics. And so yeah, that was uh that was a long drive. And so, it, to tell you the truth, with side curtains, it's really it's it's really not bad. Um I mean it's comparable to any other Do you have a heater? Uh the the motor is generally your heater. You're you've got no, you have a layer of aluminum between you and the motor. So So it's always hot. So it's always pretty warm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hmm. So, Sounds yeah. fun. But, but and you're with, just cruising with, on the freeway? Yeah, I was gonna say with with the uh the doors, I mean it, it really doesn't it's really not uncomfortable. I mean, n- not any less uncomfortable than than sort of a, a very stiffly sprung Miata. Uh, but the car that I have now, it doesn't have a wind windscreen, doesn't have doors. <laughs> it's it's terrible to drive uh, on the freeway for extended periods of time. So sounds pretty miserable. And what it's is it like a bench seat in yours? It's yeah, it's a bench seat. Yeah. So. The original, the older cars had the bench seats. The the newer model Caterhams now have the the sort of tillets, or they have the the sort of bucket seats. So, so I was gonna say a road trip. I think there's two. So either you have a bunch of people, and you have a car that facilitates those people, which a minivan's a great choice for a road trip vehicle. Really, uh, the dad and me thinks uh, <laughs> and a Honda Odyssey would be pretty sweet. But I, I just, you know, going on trips, Brian had vans back in the day and stuff. Like, uh, our, a couple friends, you know, driving their parents' vans, it was always fun to take a van because you're kind of able to you can just move around a little bit. You have a little road sodas and you yeah. have a cooler and all that stuff. Um, another alternative is like, uh, just you and your wife or something like that. Like, uh, GT car would be sweet. 
you know, nine forty four is a pretty decent road trip. Nine forty four is a good a good road trip car. Cruises on the highway. It's yeah, like got some luggage room in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine twenty eight was always good. Like taking trips uh, to LA yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine fourteen kind of sucked. So what, what about an RV? Do you guys RVs are great? Are they? I've, I've never Have you really ever rented seen, one. I've never really seen the appeal other than like. You know, hanging out back. Yeah, they kind of scare me too. Like, so how about going in? Oh, I want to stop in this town and just go to this little burger place or restaurant. It's like an ordeal. Just no, it's not an ordeal. You park like wherever the hell you want. Like wherever there's space, (laughs) you just park. Dude, it's awesome. Have you guys ever done a trip? I I have. You Bass Lake. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of funny, actually. So this this made us look super snobby. So we went on like a big like friend slash family like camping trip last year to Bass Lake and it was like a group of 20 of us and everybody was camping in tents at the site and we rolled up in the fucking RV and parked right next to everyone but my wife was pregnant <laughs> she was like five months pregnant and she's like dude I'm not gonna fucking like slip in, sleep in a tent I have to yeah. pee every five minutes and yeah. I was like alright cool right, so, but, so but we just looked super snobby like, it was just you two just us two like, <laughs> dude you were stoked though you were like oh rad. yes I get to I have to get an RV like, it was great no it was great because we got we were at the campsite we fucking you know we, 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 we got all smoked by the fire and did the works. You know, the but how long is that drive? All that. Uh, I don't know. It's like Yosemite, so it was like four hours. So it's not even hours. about the road trip. It's about the like, yeah. It's destination like it's the yeah. It's the there. it's yeah. The freaking. So that um, I'm talking about like okay. Well, I've done road trips like several road trips in RVs, and it's the funnest thing ever. Like yeah. seven, eight people. You know, you can be playing cards on the table. There's like people lounging up above on the bed, and I remember Brian came over my house one day. He got an RV. They were like going to San Diego or something. Thing. Yeah, and he like just cruised my house because he had like an hour and a half to kill before they were leaving. <laughs> so we went to the river mouth in Santa Cruz yeah. and over by the uh, it's like down you know, by the, the, river. On the beach, and uh, we like had a couple beers and just hung out in the RV, watched the sunset. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. we parked sideways so we so could like cute. just like be sitting at the table. Yeah, it yeah. was. And there's like two beds there ready to roll, so you can do. You know, if things escalated, <laughs> there's you know. Yep. I wasn't I wasn't putting on the hard hits for playing, but <laughs> nothing happened. You know, we just watched the sunset. It was all it was super. Cash, just yeah. Kinda, yeah, it was yeah. early on the relationship. Okay. okay, it's a perfect segue here because just today I went up and uh, picked up. So uh, it's Christina's birthday tomorrow. This is a Thursday show, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Or right. well, whatever. I'm gonna just say. <laughs> so I picked up a little freaking camp, little camper thing. Uh, so we're gonna go camping this weekend. Oh, you and, tow it with your jeep? Yeah. So I went and picked it up with the jeep. I rented it from some dude. Uh, up uh, like up off. Oh, you 80. rented it? Yeah. A little pop top one or whatever. A little. No, it's not a pop top. It's uh, I don't how oh, it's am an I actual camper. The name right now. Um, Scooby Doo. No, they do casitas. Oh, it's one. Like a it's like the, the little. Uh, they're all fiberglass, mm-hmm. and they're like little pods. Mm. Um, so it's like a little the, teardrop trailer thing? Yeah. Oh, it's a scamp. That's the name. Scamp. It's oh, not yeah, a teardrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a little bubble thing. Huh. Yeah. Um, but it's like 13 feet, and so super short, just a bed that turns into a table. Um, and yeah, some dude, he just kind of like, it's like a side job where he's retired, and he just like has several of them and rents them out. And uh, so we've got it for like four days, and we're just going to like try it out and see, but... Um, one of the, one of the interesting things about, I mean, now we're getting into like camper stuff. Where are you but, guys going? Uh, just like up, uh, I forget the name of it. Okay. Up, up that's north. a cool place. There's like, like some it. lakes yeah. and stuff. I actually want to keep it on the down low. So mm. we have the lake to ourselves. Oh, yeah. All the DWA yeah. followers will come out and we don't want it to get crowded. <laughs> Dude, like six followers, <laughs> our entire following. I would give so much credit. Seven people are going to show up. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, this, this is all I'll say about this. Um, I mean, yeah, I think all of the answers that you guys had were pretty valid. I mean, especially because you kind of make the adventure, especially who you're with and all that. But, um, and you know, and sometimes having the really shitty kind of awkward car makes it even more interesting right because you end up doing stupid shit with it but um i like the idea of having like like the ability like like off-road capability right like in case you encounter like and so you have that opportunity like let's say you're cruising somewhere and you're like you have a week off and you're like fuck it let me just jump in a joshua tree and go on these fucking trails or whatever so like i always think of a sports mobile because like they're just like they got the ground clearance they're like fully like self-contained and too much money yeah it ruins the fun forget the money i'm just talking about they're cool but i go i kind of go the other way ideal ideal i always reach (laughs) these uh 
when you go on these trips, you always go on these rad back roads too. And you're like, fuck, I wish I had something fun to drive yeah. in like a sports car. Yeah. So maybe like a BMW M5 is your best, uh, your middle best ground kind trip of trip car. Well, the, I think there is no single best answer, but yeah. you just need to do. I mean, the more you can trips, you can do the better, and then you try it in different cars with different Porsche, people. Cayenne GTS. There you go, Panamera. You get it. You get the handling. You get the lifted Panamera with the uh, the GTS with the manual. Yeah, V8 manual. Yeah. Okay. Dialed. Next question from Todd Future: New Miata um, or nineteen ninety six M edition in that sweet, sweet dark blue? So sweet. That's. Uh, all right, oh, yeah, I, I gotta go with the uh, the '96 M Ooh. edition. So I, I just can't can't get over the new taillights of the the new Miata. The so. Jaguar tail. Do you like the F type? What's that? Do you like I, the F type? I, I like the F type except from the rear. Interesting. So, there you go. Huh. Yeah. Huh. How about the little squinty eyes? Uh, I mean, it doesn't bother me as much. Actually, yeah. there's there's like a little lip too on the front bumper that bothers me as well. Uh-huh. Um, Warren Indiana, really so. hates the shut line of the hood. Oh right, Cause yeah, because it, it goes up or up and then, and then over. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyways, talking yeah, about it. I mean, it's it's a weird one because I you know I got to drive one. I drove the new Miata and I've owned a shit ton of any Miatas and like it's it's a weird one for me because I there's. I've never been really enticed to, like, get into a new Miata in terms of, like, actually purchasing one because, like, after driving one, I was, like, impressed. I'm like, yeah, dude, they really captured the spirit of the car. It drives just like the old cars, it seems, and, you know, the transmission feels the same. You know, the brakes are similar. You know, the throttle response, all that stuff. The steering's way too light. Like, that's, you know, my biggest complaint. Um, I like how small it is. You know, it's lightweight, blah, blah, blah. But, like, what are you buying? And if, if you're... If you're trying to buy that experience, you can get it in the NA and the NB and in the NC. So you, the only reasoning would be okay, a more reliable car. But Miatas are so reliable as it is, like and a so better simple. interior. And but how much better is it? It's way better. Uh, well, I mean, I mean a, a new car. Way. It's like you know all the other ones you're driving a used car. Like there's all sorts yeah. of wear and everything. Right, so but I mean, if you're gonna wear. if you're gonna spend money on a brand new one, I mean, in the M edition is pretty nice. It's all it's like the nicest one you could buy, right? Like really yeah, nice leather interior. Of the shittiest ones, yeah. But yeah. it's like I have no complaints. I've had I had a '97 M edition in that. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot what it's called Mariner Green or whatever. Yeah, it's that called, was back when you were in JDM Art. JDM um, Art. And so if JDM, it's plenty fine. If uh, if uh, modern art got in. Got in the JDM art car, he'd probably be a little appalled by it. Well, so. I'll tell you this: I actually I walked, but there's an STO uh, a Miata, which is that color that he's talking about with the tan and leather interior, parked three like no joke, like four houses down. I'll show it to you guys later. The one oh, in the garage with the boxes on top, not the boxes on top, oh. uh, but there's another one, and I think it's owned by the same family. But I walk by it every single day when I go to work, and I'm like, this is pretty fucking cool. Like I I, I really like them, but I mean I, I don't necessarily feel the need to own one, but I feel like. Besides the interior thing, like let's say you you buy the '96 and you make it everything you want it to be instead of spending twenty five grand on a new one. Yeah, I got you. But I mean, you have a brand new car. I'm just being devil's advocate. No, right no, no, that's good. I don't, yeah. I don't even I mean, have, that's, I I don't even have a real opinion. I've never even driven an NA, so. Um, but I think I mean they're about the same weight, all that stuff. Uh, the new one's gonna have better brakes. Um, I can fix you that. Know, well, I, you can fix any. I can say that about any. I mean, I can get a, I can get a F body Camaro and make it, you know, meet the standards. Of All right, Devils, or whatever. Advocate, you're gonna spend twenty five grand on a ninety six. No, because I'm not spending twenty five grand. I'm spending like three fifty a month, and uh, it's not gonna break down. Oh, full least, warranty and about? stuff. So, and I'm gonna get that killer like light gray color that they have now. It's kind of like the the Porsche. 50th anniversary 911 color. 350 a month or pay 3500 and then keep and have it break down all the time. It's not going to break down. I've never had a Miata break down on me and I don't I've owned like 8 or 9. I've heard yeah, blown it's probably not going to break, break down. What? Uh, okay, so never gonna, they never break they down. They never break Wheel down. Wheel bearings I'm don't go out. Never. Nothing goes wrong on them. I forgot. They're, they're totally... <laughs> nothing ever goes nothing wrong. Nothing goes wrong. They don't have... Pro- they don't have... They, they just... It doesn't they're absolute, happen, They're dude. flawless. They don't have... They don't, <laughs> okay, wait. They don't even run oil. What's they, this color that we have to... Uh, that's my main problem is he's picking a color for me. Oh, I just saw one, one today. It was like a stone gray. Oh, no, no, no. no. The blue. Todd Future. Yeah, let me show oh, yeah. Like, I don't want that blue one. You want the maroon. I'll just get a new edition. Yeah, the maroon one. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably go. I'd probably go new. Cause what, Jeff? What? What's your favorite generation Miata? Uh, probably NA. 
I mean, just because it's sort of like the the most yeah. bare bones. Yeah. I mean, I, I I guess I've kind of always enjoyed that. I think you guys have said it before too that that slow car fast sort of deal, and and to me that's sort of the essence of it. So it's got the least amount of frills possible. Yeah, they were. That's what they were definitely going for. But they break they down all the time car. and wheel bearings. Oh and shit! Yeah. Fuck <laughs> up, dude. I'm well, just saying it's a you. It's a 30 year old car. Totally. Dude. No, and I, that's 25 exactly, year old and that's car. That's the reasoning, so. right? It's just the new thing. But in terms of like yeah. driving dynamics or the experience, is not yeah. really that different. But yeah. you're. But except. But I get it. And that makes sense. That's a yeah. reason. That's a. But you're kind of like answer. buying a brand new version of that old car. So like, if you're buying a fully restored '89 Miata, is what you're buying with the new one with questionable whether or not you like the looks or not, which is what Jeff's opinion was so, that he didn't like the looks. So. so I guess I guess my other thing too is is if I'm comparing to like an N C I mean they're what, two or three hundred pounds lighter than an N C, right? Yeah. Yeah. And see that's where I would sort of make a distinction and say, okay, probably the N D then. But since we're comparing it to like a ninety six How about right? to an N B? What's that? How about to an N B? An N B Yeah, I mean I, I think probably still I'd choose an N B. So. Okay. I thought the NB lost a lot of like the little touches that made the NA really cool. It, it turned into more of a jelly bean, even. Um, yeah, it I got like, it when like they do normal that. door handles. Yeah. It got yeah. just kind of yeah. Everything got a little more generic, and uh, but it was so much more reliable, and it's more modern, and it doesn't break down. And I'm just fucking. Like, <laughs> you are so full of shit. I mean, can we <laughs> just say that that's a ridiculous question, anyways? Todd, Todd, Todd yeah, you're, Todd's you're an idiot. Ridiculous. It's a crazy differential in price. Yeah. Like, I mean. Todd's a piece of shit. So. Todd, you're a piece um, of shit. So, uh, Kevin, uh, what's Kevin's last name? I don't know, but he asks... Uh, <laughs> we know Todd, Jeff. Do we? We're not abusing random people. I know people. Todd, actually, too. Oh, so. yeah. How yeah. do you know Todd? Yeah, they were... Uh, 86 days. Oh, there you so. go. Oh, you wow. had me 86, too? I did, yeah. Dude, that's, the, that's how I made out with Todd for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think is the ultimate wagon as far as reliability, performance, and functionality from the 90s or early 2000s? This is a question from 492B4K. Beautiful name. It's uh, Kevin no, with the Audi 4000 oh, yeah. on our rally. He changed his name. Chef Malone is, Jr. Yeah. So is this available. available in the U.S. or not available in the I would U.S.? I'd say U.S. Since... Oh, it's so much Wait, harder. Yeah. What were the criteria? There were like four things. 90s, awesome. 2000s wagon, um, best, most reliable... Uh, performance, function, functionality, okay, well, reliability. So, so if you say about, performance, then there's only a few, right? Yeah, dude. E55 W211 AMG wagon. That's where it's at. I don't know about reliability. I mean, they see, they're pretty bulletproof cars, but V8 supercharged, and they look fucking rad. Um, they're appreciating very well. Uh, and they're actually they're supposed to handle better than the sedan version. Um, not that those handle well in the, in the first place, but you know better weight distribution and stuff. I don't know. Like that's actually a car that I'm actually that I'm eyeballing now as well. That's a fifty-five or a sixty-three. The fifty-five. So they that, made because, a fifty-five wagon. Yeah. So that was two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay. And then after that, in, I think in two thousand six or two thousand, I fucking can't remember. Is when they introduced the uh, the later. It's hard. The like E63 all all or, these cars are like. I don't think I would pick any of them for like. Reliability is like well, a what about, car. What about like a 530 wagon? Exactly. I, I would, thought that was a good motor. A like, isn't that what Pat's all into? Is it's the 530? Good, it's a good motor. But yeah. I think they only made the manual. Oh well, I mean, this what, is what E34 or E. E39. 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 I think they only made the E20 or the 528 and the 525i in a manual in the US. I've never seen an uh, or a manual 530, but I mean, shit, the E55. I mean, that, that, that could be but, good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, those are red. One of the five twenty-five. Good looking car. Yeah, five twenty-eight. Yep, I've been. I don't know if you saw. I sent one around like recently, or I don't know if I just sent it to Warren. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. But yeah, there's one here locally for like fifty-five hundred bucks. It's like Sacramento or something. It's a pretty nice car. Yeah, gray on gray, five-speed. I think one hundred fifty thousand miles or something, and like those are pretty bulletproof. Yeah, it's essentially an S fifty-two. You know, like a modern version of an S fifty-two. S fifty-two rather. It's an M50 something. I can't remember. They're all right. I mean, they're going to have issues and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same shit as all like, like coolant and, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to handle water better than a and... Caprice wagon. That's Which is sure. like that, what we get to next. I don't know if... You know, Wait, Roadmaster. Road, Roadmaster. Yeah. With, with the wood, wood panel. With the wood yeah. panel. Those are funny. I mean, they're cool to look at, but I don't think I would ever want to own one. <laughs> it's definitely not performance. Definitely no, not performance. Unless you turn it into a drag racer or something. Yeah. yeah. I went on a road trip on one of those uh, down to Southern California, and it had the rear-facing seat and the uh, the Vista Cruiser top. Oh, dope. 
but it was like a modern Vista Cruiser. That's really weird. I didn't know that they ever had those. Yeah. Uh, so wait a minute. That reminds me. Oh, um, I take a T5R in, in the yellow. Ooh, but, good call. Yeah, but they don't make a manual. That's but, the problem. Yeah, I know. But, but that's pretty, he didn't say manual. He didn't. Right. So those are pretty rad. What that, about that the cool. V70R with the space ball shifter? All-wheel drive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Five-cylinder turbo. So I actually remember I, I, I posted that one. That, that guy like lives up the street, and it's not a wagon. It's a sedan. But... Um, I was like, I'm, I'm like, dude, these cars like sound like a fucking great value proposition. 300 right? horsepower, all-wheel drive, 16 yeah. manual. The great snaps, interior, like good looks. Yeah. But best seats in the world. So many fucking problems. Like I actually went and I looked up like common issues with these cars, and they have like you know, there's like a laundry list of, of things that always go wrong with them. Like it's just, it's like a maintenance nightmare. Yeah, so. they're sloppy as all hell, dude. Oh really? Oh yeah, that's what somebody commented that the steering is like insanely numb. Oh, right? someone else said. Yeah. And I I drove one like extensively. Yeah. Uh, we had one at the dealership and I take it, I took it on the back roads a few times. It's just like sloppy steering, um, sloppy drivetrain, sloppy suspension, sloppy driver. It was just, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, and the power didn't feel like, it didn't feel like all of three, you know, a whole 300 horsepower kind of. The oh, way fuck, it, I just the way deleted someone's comment. Dude, you're such an <laughs> Someone's question. Uh-huh. That's what you get for being on your phone, man. Uh, I dropped it. But yeah, it was one of those, one of those cars. It was, it was kind of like a big letdown, you know? And at the time, I, would, I had the 996, the 928, and then I was driving a lot of like STIs and stuff like that. And those things felt like 300 horsepower, but this thing just. Oh, what about that? that does it. that count as a wagon? They Not an STI, an but the but WRX, I mean. I guess. Yeah, yeah those a, are wagons. That's a hatch. Dude. Well, they call them wagons, right? Yeah. STI or yeah. WRX wagons. Yeah. I mean, I had a sedan, and that was a great car, except working on it, it sucked. But um, outside of that, it was a pretty rad car. All right, can I take a little side note and side say note that it? Lane just popped a premium gold mine lager? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Guess how much it costs for a six-pack. Oh, oh my God. I don't want to taste that. $1.99. <laughs> Two ninety nine. Oh yeah. my god! Wow. But it was, Whole Foods, right? Whole Foods. So oh, wow. it's kind of classy. <laughs> so super classy. I have a lot of whiskey in that cabinet. It's, if you guys it's a glamping beer. Yep. So, so what about a CTS V wagon then? Ooh, Dude, but that's like call. late two thousands though, right? Oh, oh yeah, they said two thousands. It was two thousands, but yeah. he said ninety two thousand. That would oh. be rad. That would Six be my, absolutely. But those are like fifty k. Yeah, I'd right? say they're not exactly cheap, yeah, right? yeah. but they're still pretty sweet. Dude, that pretty would be awesome. for sure my pick if I were, if we go into the late two thousands for sure. And they've held their value insanely well. They're actually even for like the early. I mean, for early Cadillac revamp, like you know, because Cadillac's been kind of really revamping their whole line, but. They actually have a nice interior. Like, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not, like, great, but it's, like, not bad. And, the, I mean, the whole drivetrain is fucking rad. And it's all right for what it is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. I like them a lot. But they're just not depreciating at all. And, like, the manuals especially are holding their rally very, very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, next question. Are we missing anything from Europe or anything? Or well, we said fun? U.S. specifically. Yeah. I mean, well, a or, bunch Jeff, you asked a question. Bunch, Were you yeah. thinking of something in particular? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've always liked the RS2, right? Ooh, the RS2 yeah. wagon. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came to mind, too, is I, I remember seeing uh, a, I think it was like a, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's like a Nissan station wagon that had the an R34 front. Like oh, R34 the, the uh, Stagia? Is that the one? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah those, those are sick. Pretty yeah, cool, Yeah, those too. are really cool. I know, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're, it's a Stagia, I think. S-T-A-G-E-A. All right, so Camry station wagon from 92. That's my pick. And then also one <laughs> other one that I forgot that I've actually owned but is not reliable until you do a lot of work to it is a B5 S4 Avant. Yeah. Twin turbo V6, but requires basically just... Turbos. Just buy it, replace <laughs> the turbos, do your cooling system, do all of your vacuum lines, do all spend 5Gs on it, and then drive it. So, But super awesome car. Matt says what? Asks us, uh, what's your favorite, what's the favorite work you do on your car, maintenance or performance, and most hated? Who is the biggest tinkerer of the group? Hmm. Tinkerer. I so I've got a Lotus. More than a job. So, You're always tinkering. <laughs> so I, I'm always tinkering. So I feel like maybe I take that. And what's your favorite and least favorite things to do? Um, to tell the truth, anytime I'm on the garage, generally is is a good time. Um, what I what I'm 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 cheap, so anytime that I've like spent money on something you know really expensive, that's where I'm having a bad time because I'm like shit. I think that goes. Yeah, that's usually the case. What, so <laughs> what would that be? So like I, I mean, for like, example, like I I race I race go karts, and it feels yeah. like I'm 
replacing parts that I know are good so they don't break down in my next race constantly. Uh, and it like it it pains me to like throw away that chain that I think will get to the meet of the next race, but I want to be sure. Yeah. So like every you know, every every time I do that, a little part of me dies inside. We so. we feel a similar way. We're uh, recording podcasts and we're always throwing away batteries that have like one bar <laughs> left on them <laughs> just because we need to get it past that. We don't want to break down in our next podcast. Um, I know, I mean, I have to I have to say this though because like, I mean, even, I don't know who's the biggest tinker. I mean, I tinker quite a bit but recently I've been, you know, I haven't really done much. My cars have been pretty rock solid but um, the most I've done is, is plugged my freaking shitty tires on my E36 M3 from Nails. Um, but um, I hate doing coolant system work, and yes. it's hot, it's fucking sticky, it's corrosive, it's, like, back-breaking. The worst is doing heater cores, though. Heater cores fucking suck. Ah, Dude, apart, dash. Oh, you have to take yeah. the whole dash apart? Yeah. Just being underneath. Upside, upside down. down. And same thing, you're still dealing with coolant everywhere, getting fucking hot while well, you let it sit overnight, but just, it's a pain in the ass. Like that, that's probably my least favorite thing Good to do answer. on a car. I like doing minor maintenance, and I like doing... You know, I, I like doing shocks or sway bars, like upgrades that you yeah. can feel the difference when you're done. I hate um, replacing like a clutch, or I hate doing a head gasket or yeah, that's an something like that, where you're like, okay, I just spent you know, s- you know, whatever amount of money, and I spent this much time, and my car is exactly what it was before this problem occurred, right? So yeah, totally, agree I, I with like that. to spend money. It's always fun to spend money and and time and work on your car when you're like, holy shit, it handles so much better now, or you know, something like that. Yeah, like, something that has that immediate improvement. Effect. Yeah, or even something as simple as like changing your transmission fluid, right? With something oh, else, huge with like makes putting redline in it or yeah. something, right? And yeah. it's so simple, and it's like so gratifying for sure. But I guess that's the key, right? Something that gives you that immediate satisfaction and it's actually noticeable. Yeah. I mean, I love like corner weighing, you know, aligning a car. To me, that's like it's it's free basically, and I mean, it's just it can make such an improvement. Do you do a line with the uh, strings? Yeah, I do all my own alignments. I don't, interesting. I used to, but now, yeah, not with a Porsche, it's impossible. Yeah, there, it, the rear on the nine nine three is like there are two shops in like the West Coast or some shit that know how to do it right or something. I mean, it's, a, it's an exaggeration, but like in the Bay Area. But I wish I could do that again for sure. Like on Miatas, your, it's like you yeah. can do it with your eyes closed. On your Lotus, uh, you got the wheels just sticking right out there too. It makes right. It yeah, I mean, it's easy. a solid axle rear, so that's you got nothing there. Yeah. So it's just it's toe, and actually the camber is not even adjust well i've got eccentrics on it so the camber is adjustable technically uh and just then caster is not adjustable so. so what do you do like a tape measure and then just like uh, yeah i mean i just strings strings and tape measure and yeah. uh i've like uh, i have lasers too uh but it's more of a pain to set up the lasers than it is to set up the uh fire the laser yeah <laughs> do you have sharks with lasers on them Shut up, <laughs> yeah that's uh i definitely with Tinkering. I mean, I, I took tinkering as being two different things. Like, one is actually like working on your car. The other one is like making small modifications or whatever. Like, and that's I'm giving you credit, Lane, for tinkering on like the interior of your 944. Like, I never do any of that stuff. Like, I'm pretty much like when I have break. space to do it, I like to just go out in the garage and fig- like think of things to do and kind of for do sure. stuff. Yeah, know? I agree with that. Um, yeah, head gaskets suck. <clears throat> Head gaskets suck because there's so many parts that you're removing and everything's got to like go back together in the same spot. Like, and timing is num- always, especially with an interference engine, you're kind of yeah, concerned, even like, though you triple measure everything or check double. Yeah, check that's like a big question mark. Yeah. So it's like the number of pieces involved, <laughs> like fasteners and parts, like that makes it worse. Um, and then yeah, doing like a a clutch sucks because you know if you don't have a lift, like. Any of that stuff on the ground, or if you have a nine forty four. Oh God! Or if like takes fourteen hours. <laughs> yeah, salvage title. Just throw it away. The yeah. torque tube. I'm uh, saying that. All right. Uh, analog oh, stick shift. Bodywork sucks too. Uh, which car do you think is going to be more valuable in the next ten years? Mercedes one ninety E Cosworth two point three sixteen valve or R one oh seven SL. Hmm. Discuss. Damn. Because they made way less and ten years cooler. So he's saying R one. I'm like an R one oh seven semi expert now, even though I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, so R one oh seven is pretty broad, right? So there's a million different models. Like, 
Uh, we have a 500 SL, which is a Euro only motor and it's high compression, big sway bars, all that aluminum hood and all this stuff. So that car, maybe that one will be, that one's say on pay, on par with a 16 valve right now. And then a 560 SL, those things are getting like crazy money these days yeah. for low mileage ones. They're getting way more than, than, uh, Cosworth's. Oh, are they, so more than the 500 also? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like people don't know well, about unless it's in America. It's, so it's, in, unless it's like a cherry low mileage 500, which one went in for sale in England. Uh, we talked about the podcast like six months ago. Went for like 80 or 90 grand. So, but that's a very rare case. And most of them are kind of like, but I guess I, you never see low mileage. It's kind of going back to what you were saying about the Miata, though. The 560 SL is basically the late, the last, the newest one you can get. It's right? the latest and greatest. And it's the latest and greatest. Yeah, yeah it's so. the 928 GTS. It's right, the, right. So it's the whatever, you know. I, I, you, I don't know. It's kind of a weird one. I think it's, it, if we're not talking Evos here, I think the R107s are going to do something just because, like, I mean, they made a lot of Pagodas and those are fucking blowing up. And, like, yeah. I know that's a pretty car that's and true. it's different or whatever, but still, the R107s are definitely, like, on a crazy trajectory. Yeah, it's Pagoda- like a sedan. Versus, which is kind of boring, versus a uh, yeah, uh, like, you know, like a little roadster that, I mean, it has the the appeal, you know, that sensification sort of thing that a sedan might not. I so think we've already seen the E30 M3 kind of drop a little Plateau, bit. Yeah. Drop, yeah. So I I think the the 16 valve still is it has a little catching up to do, and it will do it. But I don't know if it's it's highs or as high as. Did you guys see that uh, that Evo on BAT? Yeah, it didn't sell sweet. at a uh, sixty-three thousand. Uh, yeah, it was at sixty-three something, and it didn't meet reserve. But it was an Evo one, which is my favorite. Like it's like little flares, you know, not the crazy ostentatious one with the huge wing. It's like the small wing, basically the first one, and it, it also had the AMG Power Pack, which is super rare. Like. Someone mentioned, I was reading the comments, and someone said that one sold for close to 200 grand recently of that, like, basically a power pack Evo 1. So those are money. But, like, that's, like, basically, you know, so do so are E30 M3 Evos, too. I saw one for sale for 200 grand on, like, six speed and all those websites. Yeah. But I don't know if it's sold, dude. It was... Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't pay for that for it. I mean, but I know that I've seen, um, the Evo, the Evo 2s, um, uh, E30 M3s go for like well over a hundred grand, but that's an Evo yeah, that's 2. Crazy. That's another thing. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? Uh, I, I really don't know that I'm qualified to opine here. So. Oh, neither are we. <laughs> Yeah, I'm an amateur in automotive opinions. So. You just say stuff. No, see, that tagline got twisted a little bit along the way. It started as experts in personal automotive opinion, <laughs> which is everybody, you know. It's like you have your started own opinion. dropping things, yeah, and then we yeah. stopped. We yeah, we got a little more general, but you're fine. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I guess I would have to say Cosworth just because I'm more of a Cosworth guy. I mean, I, I love their history from Formula One. Everything. Oh, just you know, that just, name alone. Yeah. It's like tag that on the motor. Okay, I'd yeah. much rather have a Cosworth. By the way, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's another part of the question, huh? What do you? What would you rather have? Totally. Yeah. They're so cool, dude. I I think I'd rather I'd rather have a Cosworth than an E30 M3. Are there? I said it. <laughs> Draw, drive, Silence. Mic drop. You got one more in. Laying so smug right now. <laughs> All right, DS Golson asks, um, what is one car you have never seen in person that you want to see? And what is one car you've never driven that you want to drive? For me, it's the Toyota 2000 GT and an early Citroen DS, respectively. That's a, those are both very good questions. The second one's gonna be hard. I like like his examples too. Yeah. I've seen a 2000 GT, but I've never driven a Citroen DS. I want to drive a McLaren F1. Down. There, I said it. You said it. <laughs> no uh, one's ever said that. No one's ever. No one wants to drive those. No one has that opinion. Uh, what car would have you never seen in person? That yeah, you what car have you never seen in person that you want to see, Jeff? Uh, you know, I've always Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, I've never seen Bigfoot. I've never been to a fucking monster dude, you jam. Gotta go. I know, dude. I really want to go. <laughs> the real one is Gravedigger, though. I got a signed yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Brian's that guy. You went to like wrestling and monster trucks. <laughs> oh, like WWE. He would do all that. Hey, I also have a signed picture of Johnny Rutherford from IndyCar stuff back then. Hey, I did a uh, dash for his 32 Ford. Oh, what? And, and made his logo in vinyl and did all the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
Right. That's, that's when I met him, I think uh, he's like, "Hey there, so uh, what do you want to be when you grow up?" And I was, and I was like, didn't know what to say. And my dad's like, "A race car driver, remember?" And I was like, yeah, <laughs> "Remember?" <whatever." laughs> <laughs> nice. I was all shy about it. All right, so back to Jeff. What's the car you've never seen before you want to see? So, uh, to me, one of the cars, uh, the, the car probably that stands out the most that I've always wanted to see in person is the uh, the long tail. 917. Oh yeah. Uh, that's painted uh as sort of the I think they call it the hippie car, right? The the purple and green with all this with the stripes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's I think it's in a museum in Pennsylvania actually. The I'm, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. The, the Simeon Museum or whatever they have. So I've always wanted to go there, check out that car cuz that's to me seems like just the most radical car you could see in person. So Good answer. And what's a car you want to drive that you've never driven? Uh, so I, I would love to drive a Renault Turbo 2, uh, re- like a full works groupie nice. rally car. I mean, mm-hmm. to me that seems, and, yeah. and obviously I'd want to, I'd want to take it on it like a gravel stage. Yeah. But to me that's, you know, you just hear about how like monstrous the group B cars were, how incredible they were. I'd probably crash it right away and kill myself, but it'd still be the, <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd be great. So. Yeah. Nice. That, I'm, yeah, I have a similar one, but go for it, Elaine. Want me to go? You want yeah, to go, Art. Go, Art. So, well, it's a weird one because, like, I both want to drive this car and I haven't seen it, but I don't want it to take up my driving slot because I want to pick a different car for the car I want to drive. But I've, I've never seen a Lancia Stratos in person. I've uh, always wanted to see one. Uh, I've always wanted one. Yeah, I mean, I want to cool. drive it and I want to see the fucking thing. But uh, those seem so fucking rad, the history, you know, of course, and all that. So that seems like a killer car. Um, the car that I would really, really, really want to drive though is the original Lamborghini Countach. The um, what is it called? The one, the really str- the Periscope. One, the Periscope one. Like, I mean, just like hearing about it, you know, and reading about it, it sounds like it's a pain in the ass. But I want to experience it though. I mean, it's just it just seems so fucking like over the top. Like in terms of talk about sense of occasion, like how you sit and how it sounds and how it looks. It's just like it's so crazy. I've I've always wanted to drive one of those. Awesome. Um, for me, I don't even have an answer for the first one. I can't think of anything I haven't seen. That, have you that, seen like, a Ford RS2000? Yes. Damn. Um, have you seen... Really? Where did you see that? In Germany. Wow. Let's see, I'll pick something. Have, are you, I'm sure there's some Duesenbergs you haven't seen there. I'm sure. Yeah. I really want to see those. <laughs> you want to see that? I'm like, I'm just dying, <laughs> pining to see a Duesenberg. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've seen kind of a lot. I, I don't... There's nothing, there's just nothing I can think of off the top of my head that I'm like, oh, I want to see that car. And why do you want to see? I mean, you can look yeah, it up I don't on even the care about seeing a fucking car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I see a it's cool cars. to see cars, but like, I mean, it has to be something like, I'm trying to think, there, it almost seems like it'd be like some off-road vehicle that's like super weird and complex yeah. the way it's I'm just built. trying to think like, of like what I'm into and or what my favorite cars are. And I've kind of seen, you know, I've, like I love a 250 GT California or whatever. What about seen, the I've first seen uh, Ferrari Testarossa, like the 1952 or I've seen that. Um, what about like famous and I love Porsches bikes? but I've been to the Porsche Museum like when I was a kid you know like yeah and uh, so I don't know but uh, for the second one I could probably pick like any vintage I want to drive a, I really want to drive like a like a 934 Mm. Like that one Canepa has, that Dude. black one. Yeah, that's insane. So is it Luftgeholt? I think that would be so fun. Okay. I want to street drive that car. That would be so fucking rad. That would be pretty insane. So I think that's my choice. I'm still thinking of a car that... How about you, Brian? I said uh, McLaren F1 to drive, uh, yeah. but then for seeing... I I don't know. like I, I... Some weird off-road car probably. Yeah, coming. some weird off-road car. <laughs> Oh, I know a car that I haven't seen that I definitely Myers Myers. that I probably will never be able to drive, but at least see and like check it out in person. It would be like the old Sober C6, like the Sauber, yeah, Sauber. Uh-huh. You know the race car? Yeah, the silver Group C, the black right? Wheels, yeah, yeah, silver with the orange mirrors. Yeah, yeah, that car. Is, I think that's like the most beautiful race car ever made. I have money in the pot or whatever, but um, that car is just <laughs> so fucking sick. Yeah, like I've always wanted to see that. I've never seen one in person. Uh, yeah, some of these Group B cars could be cool, like the Audi. Dude, like the I want to drive an. I want to drive an, a UR. Uh, your quattro yeah. um short wheelbase rally car dude yeah, that oh, yeah. would that would be amazing i i want to drive uh colin mcrae's gc8 subaru that'd be sick that'd be pretty rad. which i think i don't know or maybe the richard burns one they're like that like 
goes around on the circuit. Like they'll have, uh, what's that rally school up in Oregon or Washington? Dirtfish. Dirtfish. Yeah. I feel like they like drive that thing sometimes. Uh, does he own it? The guy that owns Dirtfish has a know. huge collection oh, okay. of uh, rally cars, like yeah. the biggest collection the of rally guy? cars. Yeah. Yeah. So he. Anyone probably... interested in driving an LFA? I really, really want to drive. Dude, an LFA. I yeah, I have a customer that just got one. And I was kind of like, oh, I want to, I want to see that, you know, yeah. I want to go over. <laughs> I can't install this carbon fiber without me yeah. understanding how the car drives. He rolled up in two of one uh, 430 Scuds that he had bought that day. Uh, oh, I think I saw you. Or he bought right a 16M and a Scud the same day, and then he oh, said yeah. he had just bought an LFA the week before. So it looks like he just ran into some cash. Um, just analog stick shift asks another question. Which car would you choose to go? This is rapid fire. Which car would you choose to go acro- uh, across the country? E12 or W114? You know, uh, some Mercedes W114. That's mine, yeah. That's the sedan from the late 60s. Yeah. With the or, six cylinders. Or an E12 BMW. If the W114 is running well, I'll do that. I mean, there are a few <laughs> years. Let's there are a few years off too in production. Yeah. Like the E12 yeah, is way E12 later. Is like yeah, 80, it's a yeah, way more modern car. Off. Modern car in quotation marks. Yeah, no, I would, I would, dude. I think a W114 would be so fun. Like that would be yeah. rad. Like a rad road trip car. Yeah, you got the really like big greenhouse. Like, yeah. Thin, thin pillars, like beautiful car. You, I mean, people would love to take pictures Coffee with it. Seats. You can bring chicks in there. Yeah, I go, I go take w- pictures with the chicks. Because my wife, yeah, you just go take pictures with chicks. We go to SEMA, dude. <laughs> Crazy car guys. <laughs> so yeah, W one fourteen, Jeff. Yeah, yeah same, same. Yeah. Benz, yeah, so. yeah, Benzo, especially right. with Benzo. the stock steering wheel, like this big ass wheel. Yeah, and on a road trip, you want to see that little uh, Benz star up front. Oh, oh please. So analog stick shift has another one for us. How would you? like a pre-85 what the hell how would you like a pre-85 Benz oh alloys or steelies with hubcaps or I add a little uh, third one just steelies oh right Ab- absolutely you gotta have yeah. the third one well but wait Pentas so which or one? alloys yeah so which one do you want alloys and this is for what an 80s a pre-85 Benz but it could pre-85. be so what does pre-85 mean it could be anything yeah it could anything. be 500 SEC <laughs> so on my 300 it. SL <laughs> I would prefer rudge, right? oh, yeah. yeah there you go 300 <laughs> SL yeah dude anything right shit it could be all the way back I would prefer let's some be reasonable, uh, guys let's be reasonable I'm thinking early well, 80s right that's what that's what I have in mind when he's asking this well, question. Well, no, pre eighty five. I think he's really talking about is any, anything. I, I mean, I figure like all, let's just say the bunt era of cars, whatever came with bunts. Oh yeah, that's a good way to say it. Um, so maybe W one fourteen plus, so like sixty five. Let's say sixty five to eighty five. What do you want your Benzo to have? That's that's so. I mean, are we limited? Is so it an aftermarket? Is it a coupe? Alloys? Is it a sedan? Yeah. Because a... I mean, if it is just a bunts, that's pretty limiting. I just really one of my goals in life is to have gold Ronal Pentas on a Mercedes. Pentas are awesome. I, so, yeah, Pentas for the win. That, those are alloys. Yeah. That's what I would do. But I don't know. They can also look a little without like in a, a full without being a full race car. You lose some of the classic Benz style. It's true. So how about some so like, it's like? Do you like being, some sixteen-inch bunts are pretty sweet, dude. I don't know. Fifteen or fifteen? Sorry, yeah. D, like the deep dish. Yeah. yeah, fifteen by sevens or whatever. Yeah, they are. Um, I think you can't lose. You got to have both. Steelies look pretty good yes. too. The Mercedes Steelies this, look pretty good. Yeah, Steelies or cool. Steelies with hubcaps for you know Saturday evenings out with the lady going to a movie. I'm going. I'm going alloys. Alloys. Alloys here too. Yeah. I refuse to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. I'm sure that's shocking for most of our listeners because we're big, like, fucking I'm gonna have to steely go, nut swingers. I'm going to have to creep. What's his name? On? Analog stick shift. Analog stick shift. And I mean, he's asking of, all Mercedes speaking stuff. Speaking of, what vintage non-sports car would you choose to take on to drive in the La Carrera Panamericana? Vintage non-sports car. Yeah, vintage non-sports car. Non-sports car. I've always wanted to take my 56 Chevy. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be Two-door cool. Cube, you Club Cube. Just pushing it the whole way. I just tow it on a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Hudson Hornet. Pieces. Good yeah, old Hudson answer. Hornet. That's yeah, that's answer. what I would rock. With a roll cage, like fucking, that would be badass. Basically, you saw the movie Cars. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would Got be it. the sheriff or whatever his name is. <laughs> Plane, Jeff. I take like a Mercedes six point nine. 
Oh, that'd be cool. Let's do a Ford Galaxy. Nice. Mm, what year? That'd be good. Like Jeff Wins. Early sixties or yeah, like early sixties with the round. With, yep, like sixty four. With the four yeah. headlights. Those are yep. sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are awesome. And the hard top. Yeah, those Giant look hard top. Those look yeah. really good in rally trim. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Yeah, or like, wheels or NASCAR. That's, that's where it's it has steel wheels. NASCAR. Steel wheels. Yeah. It's on an old Fuck. Ford Galaxy. I'm like totally spacing, yeah. dude. What what was that movie that came out recently about the 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 Cray twins, the British monsters? Legend. Legend. Did you see that movie? Yeah. How sick was that Galaxy that they rolled in? Awesome. Dude, it made me want to buy one like that day. Yeah. It was so rad. Yep. And he has one more question for us. Dang. What pre seventy nine car would you choose to DD for a year? One year, I guess. I don't know what, why a year. Dude, that's so funny that he's switching from pre eighty five <laughs> to pre seventy nine. He has some years. Dude. <laughs> We're so generous. Seventy nine is not really a cut off for driver. anything. I know. It's basically like skip back to seventy four and earlier. Mm-hmm. And then pick some. What's his name? Bailey Analog driver. Shifter. We need some fucking ranges, bro. That's we like, need to invite we... him on the podcast, <laughs> dude. I mean, DD for I can I can pick like three hundred SL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just it was I, mean, brought up do, I mean, any your just pick your dream car. Actually, you know that would be a very tough car to daily drive. You got to like step over that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a little trickier. Yeah, get the wheel that tilts up and yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But that makes it easier. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't get into it. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Daily Drive, sure. a classic. Right, I'm fucking crazy, dude. I would do a Periscope Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> Talk about, like, origami getting in. And dude, like, you got what the... year did they come All out? right, I'll go Porsche 904. Oh, that'd be sick. Oh. No heater, no nothing, just fucking yeah. rocking it. Shoot, uh, fiberglass. That, yeah, that opens up. I mean, a Porsche 911 of any of those years, long head, that'd be a pretty easy daily driver. That would All be right, good. so an RS. Ooh, there you go. You can get the touring package. RSR, no carpet, dude. Take the carpet out. RSR. Dude, it would be like an 80s car. What was it? (laughs) 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 Yep. So the only fun car I own is a is the Lotus Seven, so it's got two seats. So I'd I'd at least want four seats. So I'm thinking like uh you know an old Alpha GTV. I think that'd be fun. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be cool. Yeah, that's a great. They're choice. tiny inside though. Have you been in one? Yeah, they're they're definitely small. But yeah. coming Not from a Lotus, Lotus. Seven, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, you got seats. Dude, yeah, you got something places to put stuff. Yeah, and right. you can go out in. Weather. Yeah, exactly. Why not a little Julia, uh, what is it, 1300 Ti? That's a four-door yeah. and rear seats. Yeah, those are sweet. It's essentially a GTV, right? Just with yeah. four doors. So. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I love the 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 Petone design, the the old the, the, the roof yeah. line. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. The, 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 the sedans would be a lot more... Have a lot more room. How Actually, about Berlina? How about daily driver more coupes? Yeah. Alpha, though, is that risky? Dude, these are. They're talking the guy who drives a Super Seven. <laughs> um, actually, I to go more in line with the question, I might say like a uh, let's go three point CSI. Huh, that's a I great think idea. Like yeah. comfortable, classy. Yeah. Yep, yep. One of the best looking cars ever made. Yeah, I'll go for that. And that wraps it up. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. All right. Any uh, parting thoughts? Uh, parting yeah. parts? Nope. Rain review the podcast on iTunes. <clears throat> or Brian will come to your door and beat your ass. I'm pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a pretty tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, he's, pretty, he's pretty intimidating. <laughs> Brian yeah. watched a lot of WWF growing up. He knows all, he knows like. Listen the- here, <laughs> Don Raider. <laughs> we hear you listening. So go rate and review the podcast, and yeah, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. I really don't know that I'm qualified to opine here. Oh, neither are we. (laughs) I'm an amateur in automotive opinions, so...